When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. For the first time in Glass Cannon Podcast campaign two, roll for initiative! The heroes walked into a deadly ambush. So this creature is going to use this ability called Umbral Leap, where it just, like, dematerializes and then appears right next to Zephyr. Oh! Oh, no. But remembering their training... Good old flurry of blows with my fists. Um, okay. oh, wow. Fist punching. So you're going to punch this shadow demon. I'm going to punch it. I love it. With my deadly fists. They emerged victorious. And I am going to just take another attack. Yeah. Um, and I rolled natural. Oh! Oh! What'd you get? 26 points of damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did. Oh! Yeah! But the shadow beasts were only the beginning. Up ahead, just in front of you, there's a shadowy line. The tall grass ahead of you looks dark and colorless. It's like a filter, like everything is monochromatic. Of the forest's dark evolution. And as you look down at your feet, you see this black and white world start to submerge you. The adventure continues now. Cannon Podcast. Now, you're probably watching this on Thursday night if you're on the East Coast or some other time if you live in a worse area of the country. But uh, we happen to be playing on a Saturday afternoon. And is there anything better than playing RPGs with your buddies on a Saturday afternoon when you can almost taste the fall in the air? <laughs> it's like a cool 70-something right now. I'd like it a little cooler, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to get upset. It's not in the 80s. It's nice. It's August. Yeah. It's great. August is terrible. Why are you complaining? I hate August. I hate the summer. You know, you know this. This I know. This That's I know. why. Give me the fall, and today feels like fall. It's a Saturday. All we need is a little pig skin. Why are we doing this? We should be outside tossing the pig skin. Exactly. I was about to completely disagree with you. <laughs> it like is my too mom. beautiful outside. What are you doing be- inside? Exactly. <laughs> playing, too beautiful. Go you're outside. Playing games with your friends inside. Stop playing those video games. Yeah. Yeah, we should be outside. But should be, be outside playing softball and then heading to the gin mill. Mm. Oh, yeah. That on. should be glass cannon. Then that should be 
us playing softball and then getting drunk. <laughs> that should be our programming, not this TTRPG nerdy sometimes crap. Kickball. Sometimes kickball. Wait, sometimes dodgeball. Last cannon softball league, John? Don't threaten Ooh. me with a good time. I, I still have connections. Captain? Uh, yes. All right. Organize it. I'll meet you at McCarran Park. Uh, no, we're not going to fucking Brooklyn. We'll go to Central Park. <laughs> That's where Central play. Park. Yes, I uh, I had a team in Central Park for almost ten years. Uh, that's where I met Joe. Met Joe. Wait, yeah. so- softball? Yeah. Aw. Yeah. We're the Crosstown Jerks, and uh, <laughs> never was a name so apt. Two-time champion, Crosstown Jerks. I'll yeah. have you know, two-time champion despite Troy and I being on the team. Yep. <laughs> and we got lose. in some talented athletes. Win or lose, we always boozed, and uh, it was a. It's a great time. <laughs> you look so sad. I'm just like, we'll never have that in our life again. <laughs> Skid, do you so have great. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen? Up? <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, yeah, I'll have it ready for next Make sure you listen to the lyrics so you understand that it's an ironic song. Oh, I mean, this is pre-kids. You finish, we wrap up game two. They're always doubleheaders. Around, oh, 10.30 if you had an early game. And we're immediately just like banging on the doors of the bars on Amsterdam <laughs> Ave. Let us in, we need bloodies! Followed by... 18 pitchers of beer and beer pong. It was a great time. And we'll never yeah. we'll never be able to go back. Did we have a fantasy draft that uh, We sure did. Here? We used to determine the draft order through a beer pong tournament. Yeah. So, right. uh, the B, the BP dot. Yeah, the BP the dot. Beer the beer pong dot. draft order tournament. The BP right. dot. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to someone who I was talking to someone who listens to the show and they've been playing D&D since they were a kid. And he, and he was like, "You know, I don't think I've ever really met nerds like the people you play with. <laughs> like, they're just kind of bro <laughs> We're a little bit so different. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Yes. Instead of throwing the old pig skin around today, uh, I opted to be here, of course, because I cherish our friendships and I value the true game. But I am missing my summer league basketball championship game. What? 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 I didn't know you were a baller. I'm very bad. Okay. Well, no. Maybe it's a good thing. I'm a very good. <laughs> the I'm team is probably like, like oh, thank God. Thank God. Let's play. Come on, hurry. Shows up. Have a game every week. I'm a really good defensive basketball player, but I can't really shoot. I'm just not a good shooter. I take shots. I'm so like an NBA all about effort. <laughs> yeah, all defense. <laughs> but I'm learning to just take the shot, and it's better to take the shot than not. And I'm I'm getting more confident in my shooting abilities. So it's been you a miss really... 100 of the shots you don't. Right. It's true, yeah. and I'm also like always wait, that as that as a huge asterisk after. After it. What? It's better to take the shot than not if you're good at shooting. Right. Well, it's worse yeah. to shoot this if you stick at shooting. This is the Paul Westhead school. You should pass of, the ball. Of, oh, of I pass a lot. I pass a lot. Yeah. But I also had to learn a lot of like uh, fouling rules and bat. I didn't grow up playing basketball. So the you can't jump. <laughs> And not shoot the ball. That's it. So <laughs> yeah, that's a big no no. Hidden what? rules in the game that <laughs> most people don't realize. I don't know what that has to do with fouling. Are you just what? jumping up and coming back down jumping? with the ball? Sydney's yes. like, I'm so good at defense. She's like stuffing her hand in other players' faces. She's like knocking him to the you ground. You know, not defense. <laughs> I fouled a lot. Yeah. The commissioner of the league said I was really handsy. The, so. the Bill Lambeer wow. of Brooklyn Saturday <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Summer basketball. But it's a lot of fun. It's a co-ed game. Like, it's a co-ed league. And they have like a bracket and for some reason we somehow made it to the championships we're an okay team we're not it, the best though is it because you, one time ever... I clotheslined somebody accidentally uh, <laughs> coming up next going up next <laughs> she leads the league in fouls and doesn't know what defense is Sydney <laughs> <laughs> two oh, arms of Manuel <laughs> <laughs>
Amazing. So yeah, I'm, I'm here instead, and my team's probably grateful. Yeah, they're lamenting your loss. You know, uh, it, it's funny that <laughs> I can, I'm just picturing you fouling out of these Brooklyn summer league games, <laughs> just like throwing your jersey on the, the ground, kicking over the folding chair. What are you doing? That's Why the, are you hurting the, us? That's the one good thing. The other teams are so hot headed. Like everyone is oh. at a hundred percent at nine a.m. and they will go after you you know like you you foul and it's call your own fouls so if they don't call it and you keep playing oh boy <laughs> if you knock them out they don't call the foul yeah. <laughs> they can't call a foul if they're unconscious That's right. <laughs> uh you know the modern nba is very very different uh you probably wouldn't know from like 80s and 70s nba i was watching this video the other day uh it was kareem abdul jabbar i'm sure you've heard of whether or not you're a fan i know him and he was uh he was guarding the the basically the guy that was drafted overall uh going into that year this is 70s maybe even early 80s he was the number one uh draft pick and uh the guy was Barry carroll it, it might, it may have been. I, I didn't recognize the guy's name because I don't think he ever had a huge career afterwards. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I bet it was Joe Barry Carroll. But he basically he just with the Golden State. So he's trying to box out Kareem, and he just like elbows Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his first NBA game after being the number one pick overall. And Kareem is like it got it knocked the wind out of him. And so Kareem steps back. The play ends, and Kareem just uh, walks up and just punches the guy <laughs> in the face, and then gets back on offense <laughs> like. <laughs> And he probably just got like a foul for that. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. a flagrant, but maybe not. Like, and the the NBA, like you were just people just punch each other in the face oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. But you should see it. Like literally, he's like, like, oh fuck, and he just goes to get back on offense and just wham, <laughs> just hits the guy in the Rudy Tomjanovich. Like Charles Barkley would punch people. Oh, it was great. Different game. Sounds like you would have fit really well. Yeah, yeah that's an eighties NBA. That seems yeah. like you would have fit in really well with Kareem yeah. in, the, yeah. in the late seventies. Yeah. Yes. I would have I would have been best friends with Kareem in the late seventies. Yeah. I'm sure. I think he'd like you actually. Kareem in his prime, yeah. uh, which is weird because he was a martial arts guy, very peaceful guy. Maybe he was pre Bruce Lee. Yeah, um, had to manage that anger. Had to find some way. Um, I just want to. I thought you were going to be like, "Who's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar?" <laughs> That's Does anyone know who said? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Oh, you might you know him as Lou Alcindor. <laughs> I know you're an older guy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just wanted to take uh, this opportunity to shine a light on the fact that Kate hasn't spoken. Oh, would you say something, please? Oh, she's. You need to make sure your mic works. Right. Some people only some listen opinions. to the podcast. Uh, testing. <laughs> All right, it's on. Here she is. It's on. Here we Kate, go. Are you, are you having a nice Saturday? Oh, yeah. I just like, I don't. Play Which championship sports. are you missing? I'm like an indoor cat, you know? Mm. Ah. And like Safe. when we were all Hockey. together, where did we go last for a tour? Mm. And we went, bowl- we were bowling. Oh, yeah. Yes. And y'all were like, we're going to bowl. And I was like, I'll just watch you play three games in a row. Like, I just, <laughs> I'll do it like once for a minute. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. You bowled and you bowled really yeah, you well. Like you bowled well. Good I did good twice and my nail hurt the second time. Yeah. Mm. Indoor cat problems. So, yeah. I have heard the name. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's good. good. That's a good step. I know that it's related to basketball. Nailed that's it. true. I think Kate is speaking for 90% of those people. <laughs> the person that you mentioned right before, yes. that's my person. <laughs> yeah. Like What person? The one the one who thinks you're all blurry. Oh, yeah. yeah never yeah. met gamers like you who just go on about sports and <laughs> if, uh, statistics. If people aren't familiar with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's basketball career that listen to the show, they may be familiar with his acting career. First Officer Roger Murdoch, you mean? Mm-hmm. He was in Airplane. Yep. Uh, and he was also in Game of Death, which was Bruce Lee's last movie. Yeah. 
uh, in the final uh, scene of the movie, or the final scenes of the movie, Bruce Lee enters this house, and each level he has to fight a different guy. <laughs> and on the top level, he has to fight Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> who was one of his students at the time. He was studying Jeet Kune Do under uh, Bruce Lee, and he's just like sitting in a chair and using his seven-foot-long legs to kick at Bruce Lee. Yeah. It's great. But it's really uh, cool. Kate, hey, do you think Troy knows that you don't know about movies either? Oh, that's right. You think he brought up movies and sports today to spice it? (laughs) It's not just for Kate. I'm standing up for you. I know about martial arts, though. He's mansplaining to me, too. It really sucks fighting someone who's like seven feet tall and has long limbs when you're short. So relatable. You kickbox. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I used to do a thing where like you would actually spar against people, and there was a really long, tall guy in my class, and I'd be paired with him, and he would just literally hold his hand out to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do? There's no defense against that. Adam. He would just be like, whoop, like reach around with his gumby arms and just like smack me. Um, up, in, up until the point we learned that Sydney is assaulting the amateur basketball players at Brooklyn every every weekend. I thought you were the most deadly of us. I am. I just. I think she actually is. Yeah. I mean, I think Sydney's a loose cannon, but Kate is, but Kate has, is an actual is lethal focused. weapon. Kate has killed a man. Yeah. Like, that's yes. the difference. Shut the fuck up. Kate has. <laughs> I told you that in privacy. <laughs> Um, it'd be fun to watch you choke out Matthew. Not like kill him. <laughs> just like, yeah, just put you to sleep. It'll yeah. happen. Go, go to sleep, sleep go to sleep. baby. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. And, my, and Matthew really put up a fight. And then Matthew just like really... <laughs> We should do that. Next yeah, we live really show. should. We should do that. Let's, the table. Table. Let's, Let's do it. Let's, Let's wrestle. Knock all the laptops off. <laughs> Wrestling's fun. Wrestling's uh, I've been fun. activated. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. She's ready. I've been activated. Sleeper cell. Um, <laughs> she's like Jason Bourne. <laughs> it does surprise me, though, how little uh, crossover there is between our listeners and sports fans. I always thought there would be more um, because – That's a good amount. Sports are the, the greatest thing in the world. And so I would just – I'm just surprised people aren't more into it. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to just going to substitute what you just said for what you could say every time you get into this, this line of thought. <laughs> I don't understand why people aren't me. Yeah. I just, it doesn't make sense. Things would be so much easier uh, for me. At least. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we're going to, um, we're going to go shoot some hoops, maybe cross around the pigskin and check out Matthew. And we'll be back right after this quick break. <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I, you know, sometimes have trouble falling asleep, uh, but recently I had a pretty, pretty bad sleep night. I was tired and I was trying to fall asleep and I was lying there in bed and just the thoughts just started to race. And I, from, oh, tomorrow I have to do that thing. And, oh, oh, I worry about that. And, but that thing might complicate that thing. And, then, and pretty soon I was just fully awake. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you know what you should do, in this case sleep, but you can't manage to do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work on yourself instead of against yourself. Now I've gone on record before and I'll go on record again saying I am for healthy brains and I think we all should be for healthy brains, the healthiest brains we can manage, and therapy can help with that. You know, If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GCN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot GCN. 
Oh, hey, look, we're back. Oh, we're not even sweaty because uh, we didn't actually do what I said. That was just a bit. Uh, once again, I want to thank our sponsors. You got to see them in full force last week. Demiplane, Norse Foundry and For Foundry. All. Your random number generating needs. For all. Your number. <laughs> I should end with Norse Foundry. Yeah, I, said, I <laughs> interrupted your. You should try to break up Foundry VTT and Norse Foundry. I know. We get. We yeah. get we're going to new names for that. Foundry VTT, though. I mean, were you guys having fun with that last Oh, that was yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. And already we're starting to see like how helpful uh, using Demiplane's tools are just to be able to be like, oh, what's devised a strategy? Oh, let me check. Shaboink! There it is. And uh, then I did your work for you. However, not as helpful for Sydney, uh, who doesn't know how to read. Which is a real real uphill battle for old Sid. It's fun to play a new class that you haven't played before on air and live. With such kind, compassionate fellow gamers. Yeah. Yeah. Learning it live with no safety net. No, she knows how to read, just not before the show. (laughs) (laughs) Damn skin. Get my ass. Some icy hot. Go foul on that? Yeah, actually I'm calling my own foul. That really hurt my heart. Uh, I do want to say I, I have found this demi plane. We were, we were playing around with demi plane, and then I was changing up the theme, and I found this hand drawn heroic. I like that one. Yes. It's so like it makes one. me happy every time. Are I we look all at using it. it? I'm using it. You're using no, it I'm using the uh, Ouija board. Oh, that one's great. Wait, there's a Ouija board. Yeah, there's some really cool ones. I don't use that. Garbage. I'm using just if like I wanted the to use that hand drawn shit, I'd hand draw a, 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 a character. This is the cl- this is the cleanest thing that is. Maybe considered oh. my handwriting I've ever seen. The it looks like a take on me. It's the take on me. It's the take on me character sheet. They have such cool names too, like Primal Life, Occult Mysteries. I'm doing Occult Mysteries. I changed That's mine. the Ouija board one. I oh, just, it's so cool. I love yeah. that mine is animated. It's good versus evil. And the whole time it actually shifts. Yes. Like the darkness rolls one way, then the light returns all behind all your stats. Which stuff. one is, which one is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's. I, Joe's the name of it. Joe and Divine Portents. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect the, for a uh, for a cleric, exactly. Planchet on the Ouija board one moves around on your character yeah. sheet. Oh, <laughs> That's it's so yeah. fucking I mean, cool. it's just those little details. Just so sexy. You guys ever get into Ouija boards? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Big yep. time. No. Are you afraid? Uh no, it doesn't it's not real. So I think he sounds so afraid. You, so you have <laughs> it's not it's, so just, haven't, it's not real. You haven't communed with the other side. Why would I be afraid of another side that doesn't exist? Oh, you mean a ghost? It's not polite to make fun of my stutter. <laughs> I have a stutter and I say it's okay. Thanks, Kate. I have a friend who has a stutter. And she, <laughs> I have a friend who has a She said it's okay for me to make fun of your stutter. That doesn't work. That's how it works, definitely. Let's talk about last week. Last week, you ha- you're making your way to disrupt a ritual, maybe, maybe not, uh, that this rebel oak steward by the name of Bolin Nagaso may or may not be conducting at the real arches because he stole the Shade Wither key, this uh, artifact that uh, is was in the possession of the Oak Stewards, the, the thing that controls the gateways. This is a big deal. But they have so much going on back in Seven Arches, they can't really deal with this. You meet with one of the Oak Stewards, a friendly, and uh, she tells you uh, what the deal is. And so you're going out there to make a very powerful ally in the Oak Stewards while also pursuing this mystery of what happened on the night of the missing moment. Uh, And you know that the guards that were guarding the real seven arches all walked through 
and only one walked back, this Bolin Nagaso. So you have a vested interest in finding, finding Bolin and seeing what's going on. You, you'll be able to learn a lot to bring back to Dr. Riddleson. He makes me think of Mance Raider for some reason. Mm. I get Game similar vibes. Oh, yeah. I gotta look up. Who, who's that again? King Beyond the he Wall. Was King Beyond the Wall. King Beyond the, the Wall. Ah. He was like a rogue... Uh, what, what, what's Night Watchman? Night, yes. Night's Watch. Brother of the Night's Watch. Brother of the Night's Watch, who like went out like on his own. and he like, never came back. Yeah. yeah. They did him dirty in the TV show, but... Uh, yeah, but it was, but it yeah, was Kieran Hines. Kieran Hines was amazing. Yeah, but he's yeah, amazing. the character was not... Uh, the yeah. book, uh, obviously, the book fleshes him out uh, in a much more interesting way, yeah. I think. Agreed. Um, however, you come upon some Gorgas. You've been hearing ever since episode one that like there's been an uptick of uh, attacks by these Gorgas. You now know, having faced them, that this is a big deal. These things are ferocious. They're terrible. They bite away at your shadow, leaving you with piercing damage, making them more powerful. They can jump among the shadows to be like on you in a second. Uh, nasty creatures. This is why they've raised the security at the fake arches, why there are more patrols. It's another thing, uh, another reason why they're not sending people to deal with Bolin. They're trying to protect the city because of the uptick in the attacks of these fey shadow creatures. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, to me, I think uh, Brother Ramius is like, what we're walking into here, this strange differentiation is like, they must be doing something with the shadow plane. It's like, I would think the shadow plane is what's crossing over because these creatures are, are, they're outsiders, right? Like they're they're extra planar. Well, they're, they're fey. Actually, they are fake. So maybe they're but, not outsiders, but it's like this this crossover of the extra the shadow plane would draw them, I would guess, and and uh, or they come from it. I don't know. It's, we've it's, also, uh, I guess, this is not the best comparison, but we've uh, in, we've encountered some uh, a misalliance between the Fey and the shadow and the shadow plane. It didn't end well for us. In uh, that's right. Side quest, side that's side. right, man. That was some deep yeah, stuff. We've, we've dabbled a little bit in uh, in the Fey and the shadow plane and some of other shows, um, but here you're seeing. Um, what happens when things cross over because as you defeat the Gorgas, heal up and move forward, you see a portion of the clearing between you and the real arches all in like black and white, monochromatic, starting to creep towards you. The air around you feels different. Lucky and her uh, cat-like senses can perceive this difference and it starts to overcome you. Everybody roll for initiative. Oh, what's, oh. what's um, my God. Well, we did that last episode. Let's do a fresh initiative. Oh, we got to do it again. Okay. Roll for initiative, of course, brought to you by Norse Foundry. Norse Foundry is rolling some niche for all your random number generating needs. <laughs> do you want me to use self or my perception? Yeah, perception or. Whatever you want. Uh, whatever you were, you said you were doing. Some of you were using stealth. Others of you uh, were uh, metagaming and saying, my stealth is bad, so I'm going to use perception. Uh, I don't want to name names, but it was most of you. Uh, Brother Ramius. It's not metagaming. No, That's it's knowing you're not using, good at stealth as me, a character. It's being a min-maxing and keeping a lookout. <laughs> you're a min-maxing munchkin. That's tough to say. <laughs> min-maxing munchkin. You're a min-maxing munchkin. Are you going to take that? What'd you roll? Nine. Munchkin. <laughs> That's such a munchkin roll. Such a munchkin roll. Typical munchkin roll. Talitha B. 15 with stealth. Okay. You'll. It's less. Now you slip and sleep with yourself. Lucky? 12. 12 for lucky, I guess. I would have rather used perception. Unlucky. Um, yes, no, you did say you were stealthing. Zephyr. 11 with stealth. Zoink, Scoob. What about Buggles? I also got a 9 with perception. Oh, guys. We are not ready. No. no. 
the. Uh, I mean, this is kind of. It would have been a ten if I weren't frightened. That's right. I'm frightened. We're in a cap because of it. This uh, seepage, perhaps from the shadow plane, perhaps from another plane of existence, uh, warping the terrain, starts to wash over you. Everybody roll a fortitude save. Jeez. I know it's your favorite, Joe. Dude. Especially at early levels. This is really unfair. It's actually unfair (laughs) is the simple word. Oh, Matthew. No, Matthew, no. 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 Uh, Now, keep in mind, some of you have uh, a bottle cap. Some of you have multiple bottle caps, but I am stingy with them. Uh, Feel Um, free to use them if you want. You have to use them before the result is put out. So if I put the result out, this is going to be our rule. If I I say, oh, you fail, you're this or that, you cannot use your cap. I'm turning in my cap. Oh, he threw it right at me. He hit poor Matt, our cameraman. He's down. Matt is down. Oh, no. Camera six. Camera six. Camera six. I rolled marginally better. Oh, no. Okay, let's let's go go around the horn here. Oh, we're done. Uh, What did you get, Brother Ramius? I got an 11. Hmm. And what did you get, Talitha? I also got an 11. Okay. Uh, Zephyr? 19 total. Okay. It's all right. It's good. Respectable. Very respectable 19. Uh, Lucky? 15. 15. Not as respectable. Uh, Buggles? I got a 22. Whoa! Buggy! Wrong little guy. Okay. Is this a (laughs) disease or poison? Uh, No. Answer the question. Oh, you did. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, you did. Stop lying. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of awesome. Um, Buggles and Zephyr, you are not only unaffected by this, you are immune to yes. whatever power is seeping into this for at least 24 hours. Uh, however, the rest of you will take some damage. And I'm going to roll them separately so you can all feel bad in different ways. Uh, Brother Ramius, you're going to take, of course, eight points of oh my God. force damage. Force damage? What? Yep. Uh, to- oh, and he's just knocked Jeez. to the ground. Wow. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Talitha, you well. I'll tell you what's actually <laughs> happening. The whatever planar warping uh, is going on here, it's creating microscopic tears inside of your body. Oh no! As the cross planar like contamination is getting inside, it's of you. like uh, the bends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like cross planar yeah. bends. Yeah, yeah, dimensional bends. Yeah, traveling too fast. Like We're coming up too fast. My baby's got the bends. You're taking six points, Talitha. Uh, and then I don't know, Lucky. This is so dumb. All right, let's let's pause for an hour while we all heal. Otherwise, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll rest up. for eight hours. You're in combat. Uh, let's roll uh, and then eight points. Oh my lucky. gosh! <laughs> what are you laughing about? You got Nasty. eight points too. It's mad madness. I will warn you if you don't like this, you're not going to like this episode <laughs> and probably the rest of this adventure. Uh, <laughs> but here's the good news. It's now your turn to try and figure out what the hell is going on. Talitha, you will begin. Now, here's what I'll tell you. You did an arcana check to try and figure this out. You feel like there is a magical way that you could maybe abate this, uh, perhaps dispel magic, perhaps another arcana check to quell this, but you don't know how many or how much could actually stop this. I rolled a natural 20 on that arcana check. There we I go. Recall. You dude. You so did. You dude. You did. You did. You dude. So I could continue. I don't have any. I don't have access to magic. Um, do I could roll more arcana checks? I also am uh, close to death, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have to deal something about that. Okay. Do you want to start with an arcana check? Start with an arcana check. Okay. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. 
explain to me how you will this to stop. I can think through this. I, I, know, I, I, I can work my way through the problem. And she uses. She tries to think about it completely empirically, right? She's going to think about, okay, I understand what this is. I understand what this is. I understand the two worlds colliding. And maybe I can use, I can just think my way through this problem. And I work out, oh. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm giving in in a certain way. I, I'm, I'm not, my, I can, I can com- communicate with my will to kind of separate the two worlds so I don't have them commingling within me. Share this with the rest of your team. Teach them the way. Yes. You heard me say that all out. Okay. So, with such inspiring words, all of you begin to really think this away. And you, if you have your eyes closed and you begin to open them, you see that this seepage begins to abate. And Shut your eyes, Marion. It kind of <laughs> Don't like, look, look at it. <laughs> kind of grows around you in some ways, and then pathways open up ahead. So this like color and black and white. Oh, we can, cool. we, we can, I know. Follow the path. There's a way through this. And you have at least stopped this seepage for the time being. What do you want to do? Are we still in combat? Ow! You are out of combat. Oh, uh, 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 oh no. <sighs> Does anyone have any healing potions or anything? I feel like, <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I've lost almost half my hit points from fucking nothing. Uh, I'm going to need to, I mean, I think I'm going to need to treat wounds. I'm so sick. Thank the gods we have a cleric. <laughs> we all look at Brother Amos. Help us. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and kill us all. Let's just, let's just get all of our deaths out of the way and we can create a new party. Can you do a three-action channel? Yeah, so that's what he's going to do. He's going to pray. But, I mean, this is like a very limited resource at level one. Yeah. Uh, well, he's going to it. pray. Maybe you Buggles don't want to do it. Um, Buggles they and yeah, Zephyr, we, we yeah. succeeded our Yeah, but we still, three of us yeah. need healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's valuable enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, using three actions, he's going to pray. And um, we do not pass through this dark place alone. The keeper guides our way. The keeper guides our steps. And this glow comes out from him. Um, it's metaphysical glow, uh, giving everybody uh, some hit points back. <sighs> <laughs> One hit point! Oh my god! One hit point! There's no way. There's no way. And that's gone for the day. So this is it. Like, the party is going. That's really? a three-action channel, and it's one. There's no one. It's just a D6. There's no modifier. It was a one D8, eight. by the way. Oh, a D8 plus. Do you want to use a bottle cap? Nothing. Plus your wisdom modif- Nothing. Can you take that, that die and throw it in the trash? I think you should uh, take yes. his body and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Whoa, that made a cool ripple. <laughs> that was good. I mean, okay, I feel... Um, every day. I, I feel... Moderately, apparently. He turns Dominantly. to you. We are on our own. <laughs> gods have abandoned us. <laughs> the keeper, the My keeper God keeps has abandoned us no me more. after a lifetime of service. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving up my faith. I, <laughs> I, I renounce my faith. That's my first. <laughs> there are no gods. <laughs> oh, first sign of my trouble. One hit first sign of <laughs> yeah. At the, yeah. <laughs> At the first uphill battle. Yeah. Uh, he is going to give up. His God faith. abandons you. This is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, so is like <laughs> seeing the brother Ramius is completely ineffective. Uh, no, he's going to, to say he's going to say we're going to have to make our own way. Uh, that's all there is to it. 
Um, I mean, can we take 10 minutes? Sure. We're is anything of, bearing down on us? We're out of combat, Whatever's going on up ahead, again, the tall grass is making it difficult to see. You're a little closer now. You see several figures, and there's like something, it looks like something like thrashing. Like in front of the arches, it's casting a very strange shadow. It's the the deeper ahead of you, like uh, basically the further away from you that this scene is happening, the darker it's getting. So it's still, there's like some torch lights flickering up there, but you don't know. You have time. Yeah. The only ticking clock is the possibility that there's some sort of ritual that needs to be disrupted. Going to have to, and he starts ripping uh, from his backpack that he has with all these books. He starts pulling these bandages out. And uh, where these sort of openings happened, he's going to treat wounds. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so stop happy. laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Every campaign, you're like, we need a cleric. <laughs> and finally, we're like, all right, great. We have a cleric. But it's you. I've said, I know that's the. I one. couldn't have said this more often. But like I will disappoint this character so deeply. I will make him and then destroy his reputation. The most in short order. of clerics. Yeah, <laughs> he gives him his fit. <laughs> All right, uh, maybe he's tugging the bandages a little tight on Talitha while he's working on it. Uh, let's see. That is a success. And I wish I would have done the John because then I could have gotten you even more uh, HP. A little but, more context. But yeah, he's. What? If I would have upped the DC for myself, oh. I would have given him more healing, but I didn't want to risk it. So You're just treating uh, wounds? Yeah, he's just going to treat wounds on Talitha. This is 10 minutes of work. He's like trying to hide in one of these uh, shadowy areas, and it gives you 11 hit points there you go. Amazing. of bandages. I'm up to full. How are you feeling? I you need it. Use some. Yeah. All right, so he's going to take another 10 minutes and do the same, and attempt the same. Yeah. I've never worked with a cat folk before uh, 16 so that's a success so he does do it as you spend this second 10 minutes you now feel this thickness in the air and this like crackling energy the hairs on the back of your neck and all over your body start to stand up so that feeling that Talitha had of the air being warped is something that all of you feel like you can almost feel a change if you move your hands forward. It's like you're pushing through some unseen oh force. God. So yeah, he's like putting these bandages on. I'll borrow some of your bandages and work on you while you're working on Lucky. Oh, amazing. Oh, like cool. a massage uh, train. So he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. working on Lucky and like. Natural 15. Amazing. So he's working on Lucky and the change in like almost like a change in pressure, right? Mm. It's like where you feel like, like, like you're going, yeah, yeah, you're going too deep underwater and your eyes start to feel like they're like squeezing together. And he's just trying to focus and he does. He gives you nine points oh. of you healing. Get, you get 13. Oh my God. Amazing. I'm All right. Back, I'm back up. Yep. So Talitha, incredible work. Incredible. And maybe, I've learned maybe you're you like, you see an opening that has like torn in his robe where you're, uh, where you, you said like in your sides or whatever, like you started to get this like tearing feeling. And uh, as you go to treat runes on Brother Ramius, you see that his, the skin underneath his robes is like mangled with burn scars. She says nothing at all. And you've never seen this before. Old, old burn scars. Yeah, old, like, yeah, old burn scars. Um, she, yeah, she disfigured makes a, skin. She makes a, a mental note that says nothing. Yeah. Uh, we have and, to keep going. all right, yeah. Yep. Thank you, Brother Ramius. Yes, thank you, Brother Ramius. Thank you, Talitha. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Um, Muggles, come on. Trying to show some strength. I'm trying. I know. I, my feet won't move. It's okay to be scared. It's, it's actually good to be scared. It keeps you safe. And he's just like forcing, willing himself to kind of waddle up behind. He's waddling. Continue with the group. 
and you push forward. Yeah. You push forward through the clearing, through the waist-high grass, towards this arch and whatever business is going on underneath. You start to see what's happening and you get about 40 feet away. The clearing starts to open up and up ahead are seven arches of gray-brown basalt looming around the center of uh, this forest clearing where all this is going down. And in the middle of it all is a crude wooden altar covered with vines. Oh, man. Buggles, you almost fall over in fear as you see hogtied to the altar is a unicorn. <laughs> Would you stop? Really oh, my daughter watches that. this show. <laughs> a unicorn. She should not be. It is That's a, a poor parenting choice. A unicorn with blood like trickling down from where its horn is all over its face. And it's just like writhing and bleeding deliriously. Despite two lines of thin torches around the altar, shadows clog the entire area like a thick mist. You see three oak stewards. They look like oak stewards. They are dressed the same way as the men that were guarding the fake arches, standing around the altar. But unlike the oak stewards you saw before, Al Michaels and Dan Deardor, yes, uh, these three all wear eerie leaf-shaped masks covering their faces. And they have the same staves that the guards had at the arches, but their staves have, like, all these knotty wood and vines crawling out of them, maybe with some flowers on the end. And one of them is over near the the unicorn. It's kind of, like, coming towards it and then pulling back as it's thrashing and, like, grabbing its head. And it has its dagger in one hand, staff in the other, and it's trying to, like, cut the horn off of its face. Oh, my God. The two in the back are watching this. They turn and they see you. Roll for initiative. Oh, no. Dude, dude, dude. This is some dark shit. Yet again, roll for initiative brought to you by Norse Foundry. Oh, your random number generating need. As long as you don't need a number higher than 12. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need all the power of Norse Foundry because the Gatewalker's adventure path is about to begin. Oh. <laughs> it opens with cutting a cor- the, the horn <laughs> of a unicorn against its will? What have we been doing so far? You just mentioned unicorn the other day. Yeah. You're yeah. going through like, what about a like a fake horse, like a unicorn or a pegasus? You're like, yes, that, oh. I would also be a fake Fae freaking creatures, man. This is also, something very similar to this happen in... Harry Potter. No, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Harry Potter. Well, I know it's like the, something after Florida. Aslan, but I think they like sacrifice a unicorn too at some I'm remembering point. something remember. vaguely familiar. Yeah. I remember there, I can't, I remember there, there's a power associated with the horn of a unicorn. You you kill a unicorn. Virility. Oh, it was in the sci-fi show The Magicians that I watched. They, I think they Ooh, have to I love get that show. blood from a unicorn and it has like magical... So is that based on the book? The Is it... Yes. Lev- yeah. Oh, is it? I read that. The, I like the read book that. a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a good book. book. Show's fun. There's a, there's a couple. There's a few of them. Yes, there is. the uh, Futurama where they uh, want 
Fry's nose, the human yeah, horn. Human horn yeah, human horn, yeah. Human horn. Oh, yeah. Classic. It's an aphrodisiac. Why, is it, why do you take the nose instead of the wing dang doodle? <laughs> the nose was the wing dang doodle. No. <laughs> Lucky, what'd you get? Uh, I got a 19. A 19 with your Norse foundry dice. I did with my wooden, my like ebony, Ooh. dark wooden Ooh, die. Nice. Coming wood? Yeah. Coming wood? That might not be from Norse foundry. Um, it is. <laughs> Talitha, what'd you get? Uh, I got a 14 with Fort. my Norse Foundry Opalite Boulder. All right, calm down. <laughs> you guys are embarrassing yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Just say your number and move on. Joey O. 19. My Norse Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zephyr. Uh, 17. 17 for Zephyr and Buggles. 14. 14 for Buggles, who is now petrified by this scene. Allow me to click. <laughs> Let me just clarify. I'm also petrified by this scene. I don't want to speak for the other PCs, but this is not just a Buggles thing. I'm actually going to go frightened, too. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I am. All right. No. Yeah, I'm going to go frightened, too. What? Why? Can I have his bottle cap? You already said it. <laughs> you, you got a good idea for a backup? Uh, oh, I did fascinate it. That's not right. Uh, frightened, frightened. Uh, all right. So Buggles is frightened, too. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. This is... If the dogs were bad, a unicorn being tortured, uh, horrible. Ugh. Okay, can everybody see the map? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. That oh, unicorn is I mean, large. I can't see anything. <laughs> wait, but. wait, wait. Why is the horn so big? That's a big old horn. It's a big old horn. Yeah. Uh, some of you obviously... Well, now I know why they're cutting it off. This is... That looks <laughs> like a valuable horn. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that make it okay to you, Joe? <laughs> I mean, look. Everything's got a price. lot of horn to go around. Some of you can see better than others. Obviously, Talitha and Buggles can see everything in black and white. The rest of you don't understand why those torches aren't giving off a little more light to be able to see these uh, oak stewards around the periphery. These shadows that are clogging, something unnatural is going on. Here we are in combat, and it is lucky. Well, actually, lucky and brother Ramius both tied initiative. When you tie with the enemy, enemy goes first. But you guys can decide amongst yourselves. Uh, why don't you go first? Because I feel like you would be able to help. Yeah. Unless uh, you want me to, well, it's up I'll to go you. first. I'll go first. I think that this is this is a really scary situation. He's going to say, um, he's going to say, "Give me a moment. I can generate light." Um. But he's going to prioritize your ability to defend yourself first. So he's going to reach. I, I can't. I can't see who's who. Uh, who is next to me? Lucky is top right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Zephyr's in the middle. Yeah, and don't waste an action moving. I just arbitrarily put. Yeah, you so guys I'm going to put. I'm just going to put myself next to Lucky, uh, and then I'm going to reach out. What is your your primary weapon? Is that your? It's not My a comma, right? It's primary a, is a kopesh. Kopesh. Uh, so he's going to reach out to your kopesh, and he's going to close his eyes and whisper words of prayer and uh, ask for the keeper's intercession here to strengthen your weapon. So he's going to touch your weapon, and this orange light just like starts to like glow around it. He's going to cast magic weapon on your kopesh. Oh, cool. Which will make it a plus one striking. Oh, wow. damn. Yeah. Dope. That's cool. And uh, he'll say, just give me a moment, and I'll bring forth light. And uh, he's then going to fall back behind you. Uh, okay. okay. That's what, I, I, I miss playing at first level, because that's an enormous difference. Oh, yeah. yeah enormous. Especially in, in Tui, even more so in Tui, where every little bonus helps. Uh, all right, Lucky, it's your turn. Um, what do you want to do here? Um, before you step back, how long does that last? Oh, 
I don't know however long the keeper sees fit. <laughs> May he be with you. And he disappears in the beyond of the dark. Uh, no, might it's... be less after I just renounced him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, might, he might be mad at me. I don't... <laughs> he might be mad. Even what I said a moment ago. Uh, it lasts one minute. Okay, I'm debating if I should run up and try to attack while I have it or be more stealthy because there's three dudes and I don't want to get up in the mix if that's not like our plan. Are you stealthy? They see us. They see us. They have like these, it looks like goggles or they probably can see in the dark. Mask on. Yeah. I would, uh, I would delay or fall back basically. Like let them come to us so that we're all able to do what we want to them. As opposed to if you go up there, we don't know their initiative. They could all three come around you and you could just go down. All right. So you know what? She's going to. Talitha will put her arm on your arm. Like, I have an idea. Hold. Give me a minute. Just wait. Uh, she wants to get into fight so bad. Show She's your fangs. This, <sighs> She's got this like awesome. popesh and her wakizashi, and she was like ready to charge in. Maybe she's not used to working like as a team, and she's like, "Fine, okay." And she, what are you gonna do? Do it fast. I delay. Oh, no. Delay. A little delay from Lucky. And now it goes to Zephyr. <laughs> this I'm, better be good. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, I want to. I want to shoot. Well, let me try my thing. This, you want to try your thing, and then, man. So Zephyr looks to you in the darkness, ready to shoot. We should stay all bunched up like this. So let me try. I have an idea. Oh man, you can listen to her. Okay. Trust <laughs> you. We weren't really trusting. I will trust you. You know she talks shit I, when you're not I here. Think, you. I think I, I, at, the, at the very least, I might be able to buy us time to get into better, more advantageous position. Okay. Right. I, I am nervous. I'm very nervous. I'm nervous for you. Uh, well, it is Talitha's turn. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we're great then. So Talitha Good will, choice, Kate. Good choice. Will, will raise her arm in the air and say, Hello there. What? Hello. What are you doing? And, no. And no. step forward and say, Is this uh, I, is this the camp of, of one uh, Bolan Nagasso? <laughs> oh, no. We have been sent to assist you. From your allies in Seven Arches. Uh, roll uh, deception. This was her plan. This was her plan. It's not that bad. It's not that good either. Well, we we I can provide more all, details. All Brother Amius's extent of Tal- uh, his experience with Talitha's disguising <laughs> is just going. Ladies night! So, yeah. Does that sound anything like Talitha's voice? No, I'm saying this is great. Pretty close. Uh, I rolled terribly. So, uh, and I've used up my, I've used my bottle cap. So it's going to... (laughs) It's a 12. It's a 12. And uh, maybe you see one of them look to the other one. Oh, good. Step forward into the light so I can see you even better. What? <laughs> Step forward into the light so we may see you better. I can't hear you. Can you come closer? <laughs> oh, we will. Oh, no. Um, how many actions did you say that was? Uh, three. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's one action. That's fair. All right. Uh, and then I will. Uh, let me just make sure here. I have an idea. Uh, well, if I ever... <laughs> remember those words, folks. Famous last the word. The idea was solid. The role was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Talitha is going to uh, take an opportunity to roll knowledge. Uh, recall knowledge on the unicorn. Okay. Since 
That should be Arcana. Arcana, right? Uh, yeah, on the uh, or is it nature? Or, or maybe is it nature? Fey? Um, you could do Arcana or nature. That's Arcana right here is. on Foundry. Natural one. Take a new die. You've never seen such a majestic for all your random number Walrus. generating needs. <laughs> what a big dog. Yeah. <laughs> what a, why would they be sacrificing a walrus? <laughs> Perhaps I, a narwhal. I think yeah. figured of a narwhal. <laughs> narwhal, narwhal needs water. Hurry. <laughs> no, they're going to drown it uh, in the air. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna air drown that narwhal. Air drown that narwhal. <laughs> she what, screams into the night. What's dry drowning what is? She <laughs> <laughs> rolled a natural one. You know what the hell's going on? You're gonna air drown that narwhal. You think Alita has lost her mind? They're thrashing about drowning in the air. Share that information. They need salt, salt water, not fresh water. Salt. Okay. Uh, oh Any other you. ridiculous actions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, everyone delayed for this. <laughs> I have an idea. Um, I thought it was like a mechanical thing. It's just like, something very yeah. special. I thought he was going to dimension door all of us to the other yeah. side. First level. Cast invisibility. I didn't know it was just waving. I'm going to do a quick tincture and pop a mutagen. Okay, a little okay. tink and a mute. Little tink and a mute. Tink and a mute. It's a little tink and a mute. Classic tink and a mute. All right, now can you, is that one action to do both? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Lucky and Buggles, do you? Uh, no, Lucky and uh, Zephyr, do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'm gonna move now. Do you want to try? No, to no, 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 no. Well, that was my what? thing. I didn't. You, you delay. It was advantageous not for you to move up, but you could attack from range. What? I would like to. We want them range. coming. To I was us. just gonna move into a wider. Oh, oh, that's fine. But if you wanted to, like, you know. No. Go in and attack. All right. Well, Lucky, you've got the first chance if you want to do something. and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to move. I want to draw them at least further away from this entire group of people so I can at least fight somebody uh, when it comes to that. So Lucky is going to... Right, but hold on. Let me just throw one thing out. Go ahead. <laughs> if they walk toward you at all, you can go fight them. If you use this action to just move out there, you can't fight them this round. You know what I mean? Like you're delaying... I think she's concerned about us being clumped together. Yeah, I'm, more, spells, I'm more concerned about the group. Okay, yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a little bit meta for me to think that they have don't have breath weapons or something, but they could. Yeah, they could. Blast they're us. druids. They could blast us. Yeah, they could. I'm gonna move. Okay, I'm gonna move double uh, my movement. I'm gonna stride twice. Okay, fifty feet to the side, trying to just like create a distraction or like confuse them. What is she doing? Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to. What is she doing? Nobody knows. I'm going, not even her. She's fanning out to the east. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I moved to the east of the group, and I'm going to demoralize the closest oh. one that I can see. I'm going to attempt. Attempt. Demoralize. You can't, but you, Can I see them? You can't see them. Can you see them on the map? Well, it's a flat check, Yeah, but right? she's just using her voice. Yeah, you're using your voice. Yeah. Absolutely, you can do it. Like, I'm intimidating them. She knows yeah. they're there. Okay. They talk. We just had a conversation. And also... She's not doing a tribal dance to try and scare him. Uh, she's like, hey, what do you say? Uh, I say, why don't you come out here closer to me unless you're scared? All right, roll Are your, you scared? Uh, Are you scared? I'm know. scared. I was scared. I was scared before, though. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> to be fair, I was already... I was pre-scared, but... <laughs> I rolled something interesting. Okay. What is it? Uh, Only 20 things you could have rolled. <laughs> well, I've never seen a result like that before. Oh, my God, I have, I have to look this up. That's a 13. 13. Uh, Pretty scary. Oh, don't worry. We're coming. Okay. 
Uh, do you have any actions left? No. Double move out and uh, attempt to demoralize. Uh, they don't seem to be shook by your words or the words of Ladies' Night Talitha over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ladies' Night. I take issue with that. That was a completely different character. <laughs> that was, what was it? Did you did you do like a whole character story on that? That was Rhonda. We that was dressed Rhonda. up. Yeah, and that was Rhonda. That was Mara. Oh, Mara. And, and Brenda? Ra- and Bertha. 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 Oh, right, Mara, yeah. Mara and Bertha. This is like, we didn't talk about it ahead of time, but it was Rhonda for Talitha. Okay. <laughs> in my head, it was always yes, Next time, let me in on that. Yes, and if you're Mara. <laughs> but really, and I raise you. Yes, and I raise you, uh, Bertha. All right, Zephyr, it's your turn, if you want it. Now, keep in mind, where you don't have dark vision, and they're just like little milky pools here, unless you're going after the unicorn, it's going to be a DC-11 flat check mm-hmm. where they are essentially hidden to you in the darkness. Gotta take I'll out the take unicorn. that. Um, <laughs> what? It's, it's the only target you can see. You gotta take out the unicorn. No, we gotta save the unicorn. <laughs> Otherwise, just stand around doing nothing. Save the unicorn. Take <laughs> oh. the cannoli. Um, all right, so gonna take one action to uh, quickly enter my monastic archer stance so I can do my flurry of blows awesome. with two arrows. Um, so yeah, she hunkers down just a little bit, quickly shoots off two arrows. Come on. That's the closest to me. Oh, that flat. Was it the flat check first? No, it's yes. the uh, uh, flat check is flat first. Check first sure. By the book. Is well, it? you were going to say something yes. different. Okay. Flat check is first. If that's first, then yeah. Flat check is a seven. So fail. So that's a fail. Yeah. Nothing happens. So I'm going to boot scoot. Uh, no, it's, it's each shot. It's each shot. Each shot. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was just for the one. So okay. Flat, flat check for the second check. one. 19. There you go. Yes. So, um, so that's going to be a plus three to my roll. So that's 14 to hit. Miss. Frick. Um, so I'm going to boot scoot over to um, behind this uh, Ayudara looking thing. Ayudara looking thing. And by doing that, I exit my stance. Okay. Uh, I'd say where you're standing right there, you would get any sort of cover from ranged attacks. I'll give you a basic cover there. Uh, so the stance awesome. lasts until you move? It lasts until I do something to like uh, not follow Utilize. its rules okay. of being in it. That's kind of how you dismiss it. Okay. Mm. Buggles. Cool. What is going through your mind right now? Buggles is absolutely terrified. This is like seeing a magical version, a magical, fantastical version of a thing that you're already super scared of. He was already scared. He's terrified. With a trembling hand, he's going to lift up and try to cast a ray of frost uh, at the nearest. That is a cracked die. Okay, about 40, 40 feet away from the nearest one. Yep, you I got a 60-foot range, so... Uh, that is a that is an eleven. I'm sure that's a miss. Miss, um, but that's a flat check, isn't it? Oh no, you have dark vision. Yeah, I have dark vision. Um, he, with his third action, he's going to cast shield, and he's shaking, and he's going to like squeeze his eyes shut. A little bit of tears, like kind of get squeezed out as he closes his eyelids, and he says, "Like, please, I need you. Come to me." Oh, heartbreak. <laughs> oh, he's so sad. Heartbreaking. It's Oak Stewart time. Um, and there are three of them. I mean, Delete, isn't that Delita strange? Puts a hand to, like, sh- to like comfort Buggles, behind, standing right behind her. All right. Um, the first one up is the one that is nearest Lucky. Uh, first action. Uh... 
he is going to slide uh, forward a little bit closer to Lucky, but still keeping within, uh, still keeping some distance. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm actually going to get about 10 feet away from you. And then he's going to throw a dagger at you. He's throwing a dagger at me? Sure is, and misses with a nine. Oh. Yeah, he better. Throws a dagger, misses with a nine, and then um, and then we'll slide back where he was standing before. Hmm. Uh, the one uh, in the middle... Yes, the one in the middle that was uh, sawing off the unicorn's uh, horn uh, will uh, take two actions to stride forward um, about ten feet away from Talitha and will also, using the dagger that uh, he was using to try and saw off the horn, will throw that bloody dagger at Talitha. And I think that's going to be a miss as well. Okay. A uh, 15. That is a miss. And when he approaches, if he can see in the dark, he might notice that Talitha's skin has kind of hardened and come together like scales. Oh. And her, what? Pu- and her pupils have started to dilate and kind of narrow, almost like An iguana. Or an iguana. <laughs> what is going on? You're some kind of dragonkin nonsense? What? Is that... Is, there, is that in Pathfinder? What? It's an iguana. It's an iguanakin? Are you igu- an iguana? You guys, I've been... I've been, lady I've, been me- I've been meaning to tell this. Tell you. <laughs> I'm not a human lady. I'm a lady iguana. Oh, <laughs> Had me fooled. The one way in the back moves 50 feet forward. That's two stride actions. And then we'll also throw a dagger at uh, Talitha. But this one will take a penalty because the range of the dagger is only 10. So it's going to be a minus two. Very low chance to hit. Uh, and misses with a uh, 16. Yeah, just... <laughs> And, clinks uh, off the, her scaled skin. Wow. Clinks off her scaled skin. What is going on with Talitha? That's the end of round one. We'll be back with round two right after this break. Round two. So far, it doesn't seem so bad. Seems pretty damn easy. Yeah, these guys, they stink with a dagger. They were not good at it. <laughs> Yet they all still hold this strange staff with all of these weird vines growing out of it. The vines look to almost be moving in what little light there is here. And it is Brother Ramius' turn. He is going to pray for the intercession of light. So he's going to cast light first action, first two actions. And then he is going to, depending on what he sees, because he can't see anything. Like when I look at this map. I see the unicorn in the distance by the firelight, but then all my allies and all the enemies, all it's like uh, on Foundry, it's just like a little um, acoustic pulse. So, like, I could see that there's something there, but I don't know who's who or anything. So, yeah, all right. So now that he can see a little bit better, he's going to start moving east uh, toward one of these gates back toward where, um, yeah. Where Zephyr is? Yeah, where Zephyr is. There we go. Okay. And, uh, yeah, if this is actual darkness, then this should have uh, 20 feet of bright light and 20 feet of dim light. Yep. And that's what it's set for. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, actually, last time, uh, the last combat you have, I was giving you 20 20. I've got to make it 20 bright, 40, 40. 40 dim. Uh, that's cool. So, that's that changes everything. Now, when you click on Brother Ramius, you can see all three of the Rebel Oaks. Yes. So, now I can see them all. Uh, and They would uh, be concealed to me now as opposed to hidden. Yep. But look at you can't see uh, Talitha because she's behind a wall. 
No, I can see Talitha. I can't uh, not Talitha. See, uh, Lucky. Lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just in the shadow and behind the wall. No idea where she is. No idea. So hopefully you'll see her again, but you don't know. Isn't that wall an arch? Doesn't it have a big opening in the center? It does, but... It... No, but I can't see her, like, because she's in the darkness. Yeah, she's oh, right it. at the edge of the darkness. Uh, all right. It is Talitha's turn. Uh, okay, so I, I made a mistake. It is it doesn't it doesn't affect anything, but I do need to spend a separate action to take the tincture. So that so I will do that to resolve it. I'll take it now. Fair. You rolled low enough that it didn't matter. I don't like your tone, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first action tincture. Uh, second action will be oh man. Ooh. Uh, I will I will stride. I will take a step up actually. Okay. To uh, step up to to the first. Oak steward, or I don't know, demon oak steward. I don't know what are we calling what them. Call Dark oak steward. Rebel oak steward. Uh, and Scott. I will take a strike with the rapier. Okay. Uh, and surely miss with a thirteen. Ooh, bad time to miss. Yeah, unfortunately, no good. Lucky, we need you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do something weird. <laughs> do you have to? Yeah, this is definitely a time. This is definitely a time to to get creative. You're the fighter. I really want to cut this unicorn free. We could do that when they're all dead, easily. But what if it can help us with its horn? I love it. Maybe. Is there a knowledge check you can roll to see if that would happen? I tried that. For some reason, I didn't know anything about unicorns. It didn't work. (laughs) And I roll. What could I roll for for the unicorn knowledge? Uh, It would be Arcana or Nature. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Don't let them talk you out of your cool idea. Well, let me. A free action, I'm just thinking it. Not free. It's, it's not, not free. free? Well, yeah. I'm not going to do it then. You, yeah. do, <laughs> you got to pay. You do what you feel is right. I run up to the unicorn. First, First action. stride action. I use my kopesh to cut its hog ties. Second Cut its action. horn off and finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you do it, you incompetent. She holds up the bloody horn. We told you it's we were here to you help. Want? I said. I'm Bola now. <laughs> I am the captain now. Open the gate. <laughs> the gate lights up. She drinks blood out of the horn. I take the horn and I, I am become crush. gate. Smears it across your face. I become gate. <laughs> um, I would like to interact with the ropes and cut the ropes. Uh, you cut the ropes binding uh, the unicorn, and it just like <laughs> starts uh, terrifiedly shrieking and turns its eyes on you. No. You have one action left. I would like to run away from the <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just going to move a cheeky little distance, uh, five feet from the closest Oak Stewart, and I'm going to stand there back into the light and I go, Come and get me. They were right to make fun of you, but uh, the game is more fun when you make mistakes. It is cool. the sacrificial unicorn's turn. As you can see, it's entered the uh, encounter here. <laughs> it stumbles up to you. To with... me, the oak steward's right there. Yep. It comes right up to you, the one that freed it. It is completely freaked out right now. And uh, it's going to do something horrible to oh you. Oh, my God. Uh, Matthew, help me. In fact, you know what it'll do? It'll do a two-action powerful charge uh, and then make a horn strike at the end. It's going to try and impale you on its horn. 25 to hit. Yes. 
How many feet did I move? Did I move at least 20 feet? No. no. Okay. Also, did you use an action to get like yeah, off you, the you were laying on your side. Fair. So this will be my, the end of my turn. It gets up and off the thing and then charges. But it didn't move 20 feet, right? No. That's very, very important because if it did, it would have been uh, an additional 2d6 damage. Oh, my head. Instead, that, that implies there is... Oh, never mind. I don't want to say anything. All right. Instead... Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Wasn't ready to get a d10 this early in the... Uh, oh, <laughs> I refuse uh, to apologize. That's 11 points of piercing damage. And now let's talk through this. Three points of good damage. Nothing happens. What? What? Uh, we're not using alignment, but like we're not using alignment. We're not. Yeah, we talked. I'm not evil. About this I'm not evil. Session zero. Oh, um, but good. You damage. were there. I thought we were making a shift when they actually changed the rules, but they. No, we were talking about doing away with alignment altogether. Oh uh, well, um, then we have to talk turkey because we got to talk turkey. There's spells that, like, you know. Yeah. No. We yeah. we said that this is uh, you know we were going to use like holy and evil damage. Or sure. But like good damage here. It doesn't work in the sense that uh, oh I'm a good I'm a good person I don't take good damage so we should have a frank discussion about this. It does work like that. I'm not evil. That's the way you want it to work. I'm not evil, therefore I would not take good damage. But are you neutral? No, you can take you take good damage if you're neutral. I am. But we're, we don't have alignment, so that's yeah, why it's don't have tricky. So I, I would think that it would be your call, and I would think that it would be. You'd have to be pretty damn holy to not take any damage from a holy source. I put in alignment for flavor, but she would be chaotic neutral. I'm not going to, like, flub it and be like, she's a saint. All right, so I'm going to say, just in, in the effort of keeping things moving here, if uh, if good damage really only hurts evil creatures, you're not an evil creature. But your backstory leaves some question marks open. Uh, so you will not take that extra three points of damage, but you will take the 11 uh, piercing damage uh, from the... <laughs> Unicorn. I wish it was horn. three piercing and eleven good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have unicorn been... smart enough to be like, huh? This must be a good person, so I'm going to stop fighting it and fight something else. Well, that's interesting, and we'll find out perhaps next round. But in the meantime, it's Zephyr's turn. Cool, cool. Um, well, now I can see all these <laughs> heads. Buckles must be pissing himself. Uh, this is horrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna scoot out. Um, so that I can hit possibly um, this guy I'm measuring. Yes, 30 feet. Um, I'm going to... I'm at the edge of the map, but I would like to be just outside 30 feet. You can you can move off the map. Okay. Oops. Let me change back to here. All right. So, oh, it's not letting me do it's that. It's fine. You just be flavor Whatever. off the map. I'm flavor within the right range I need to be. Oh, now I can't see the map. Yeah, all right. There you go. So you're... <laughs> We'll work on this. You fell off the wall. Right. Yeah. So the oh, it is flat. oak steward that's closest to Lucky <laughs> and the unicorn, I'm going to do the same thing but a little different. Um, as I'm holding my bow and aiming, I guess maybe for the flavor you see maybe a glow coming from my um, like hand wraps. And what I'm doing is I'm casting key strike. Oh, yes. Um, Word. First, I'm going to enter my monastic archer stance so okay. that I can do this. So you strode, then monastic archer stance. Monastic archer stance, one action, and now I'm going to cast key strike. Okay. Um, and I can use um, abilities that use unarmed strike um, in my bows when I'm in monastic archer stance. So I can use an unarmed strike or three of blows with key strike. I'm going to do three of blows. 
Why not? Okay, so While you do flurry blows. Strike. And what does key strike give you if you hit? Is it more damage or special type of damage? I gain a plus one status bonus to my attack rolls with the strikes, and the strikes deal 1d6 extra damage. Okay. So well, what I want to make sure that I'm doing right is I moved. That's one action. Yep. I get a monastic archer stance. Second action. That's another action. Is key strike an action? Key is it a focus spell? Is a focus spell where I cast it. I focus my energy into magical attacks, make an unarmed strike or flurry of blows. Oh wow! So I think that's part of. So it. that's yeah. part of it. I feel like part it's not of it. extra. Yeah. Awesome. So here we go. Wow, that's <laughs> amazing. That's, that's great. I thought really hard about this character. Yeah, hoping that it works. I love the idea that you're infusing this arrow, like as you're pulling it with this yeah. key, right, and it's. So I get a plus one to my attack rolls. So let's go with the long blow. Long bow. Okay, that's a 15. Well, oh, I don't have to do the check. So the 15 right. is the... the wait, 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 wait. Shh, shh. Seven. Eight, <laughs> 23. Fingers to count. Uh, that is a hit. 23 is a hit. Yeah. So wait, I just want to make sure. Um, so you're going to do regular damage plus an extra D6. Plus an extra D6. Okay. Huge. Back. Huge. Back. Uh, 1D8 damage. With an extra D6. Come on. Um, nine points of damage. Nice. Oh, nice. Phenomenal. For nice. that one. And now the second one is going to be a nine to hit. Nine is a miss. God. All right. Well, I got one in there. That was great. Sure did. Oh, man. This is hairy. <laughs> Dude. There is a so sacrificial hairy. unicorn that has entered the playing field. I thought it would help. It was very nice. And it says a lot about you as a character. Buggles, what in God's name do you do? Okay, so Buggles, he's basically, he's making this plea, and as, as he's terrified, he closes his eyes. His eyes snap open, and they're glowing red. And this field of, like, glowing embers, like, like starts swirling around him. Yes. And, and he just, like, he lifts up, he stands up, Fully straight. The frightened condition is gone. Yeah. Moriranak. And he's going to cast uh, produced flame, amped produced flame at the closest, the clear target. Okay, that'd be the one in the middle there. Yeah. Because Talitha is blocking the other guy. Okay, uh, that is a 20 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, that is 10 points of damage. Nice. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. All right, so uh, a new Buggles has uh, entered the map here and just lit this guy up with Amazing. fire. Amazing. And is anyone hurt? Yes. You're hurt? Yes. Lucky? Okay. I don't think, I think only Lucky, right? I think only Lucky. Okay, so Lucky. And um, presumably the unicorn. I, re- <laughs> I reach out to Lucky with my mind, and you feel this soothing kind of emotional energy wash over you. You're healed for four hit points. What? What? And you also, this is restore the mind, and you also uh, gain a plus one bonus to saving throws against mental effects. Whoa. So, yeah, so until uh, un- for the next two rounds. This Wait, is, what I, was it? You healed what? Four hit points. Amazing. Just yeah. with his mind, like in, in reach. Uh, yeah, how ama- I think you know, Lucky like almost looks around and sees Buggles on fire. Yeah, and he's just like he's holding his hands out by his side. Like he looks like a different person. Yeah, I love this. But I think it's she awesome. hears Buggles' little voice in her mind, and yeah. he's never done this before. But yeah. she hears him, and she's like, 
Buckles? Yeah, the voice you heard like when he attacked was like a deeper voice like that, speaking in a language you don't know. But the vo- the, the presence you the felt healing. in your mind was Buggles. So soothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fight against the Gorgas was the first fight you have ever had together as a group. This is the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is now the Rebel Oak Stewart's turn. The one standing next to the unicorn and uh, <laughs> Lucky will use uh, all 25 feet of its movement to stride directly up to Zephyr and then is going to swing its weird staff at Zephyr. Natural 20. No! Oh, come on! Troy's gonna Now, last week, we weren't fully prepared to do fan criticals. What is the plan this week, Joe? I'm prepared to do fan criticals for PCs only. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, it doesn't work for enemies. It's so weird that it doesn't work. Yeah, I guess Guess there's nothing we can do about it. Do it. Like a, uh, well, doesn't that have a name? Yeah, what's the name? name? See a named John? He's not a named John. There we well, go. There we go. Okay. Boom. However, you take 34 points of damage. <laughs> and go, I'm assuming, directly to dying two. Um, I've never I don't know. Yes. I have 19 hit points. What does <laughs> yeah. that mean? Yes. You go directly so you to go dying. to zero, and where was a critical, you go straight to dying two. That means a regular hit would put most of us down in one shot at full HP. Whatever is going on with their staff has imbued it with a power of destruction. Comes Uh, up and lays Zephyr out to the ground. Zephyr is now dying two, two rounds away from permanent death. It then, uh, with its final action, will stride up to Lucky. Cool. Attack of opportunity. (laughs) I don't get an attack of opportunity. I do. No. When it ran by you, I don't think... No, it, it didn't run within your reach when it ran by, and now it ran up to you. If it ran past you, then you would get it. It didn't do it before? It didn't... No, it was 10 feet of... Damn it, I was side. so excited, I thought I was going to use it! Next, Oak Stewart's turn. It is the one right next to Talitha Breakwater. It is going to do the same exact thing. Swing with its sweet, sweet, horrible staff. Okay. 19 to hit. With my Drakeheart mutagen, my AC is exactly 19. I love that it's called a Drakeheart mutagen. Drakeheart. It is going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Woof. 11 points of bludgeoning damage, and then it is going to uh, take a step back and then move uh, over in the direction of the unicorn and Lucky. The third one will stride up to Brother Ramius. Bye. Yeah, just shut it down. And take a strike. Natural one. Oh! The protection of the keeper! So swings and misses. Second action will take, it's a third action rather, will take another strike with the multiple attack penalty. That is going to be a 17 to hit. 
Yeah, that's it. Gets Brother Ramius for a total of 11 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> you are aware we're first level, right? <laughs> I didn't write this. Are we supposed to die? I warned you. I didn't like last week. Maybe I it's mean, part of the story. You're not going to like this. At least there's no X Factor. Like a wild <laughs> unicorn running about. I mean, the amount of mistakes. That's staggering. Uh, mistakes were made. They were in ca- character creation? Yes. I think this is fun. <laughs> I thought this was a game. You know what? The unicorn being a wild card is fun. Although we're it all going to die. It didn't go in our favor. It could have been. It, it could have If only you had, you had you'd spoken soothing words to the unicorn. I am a cat. I'm a cat lady. <laughs> I'm a cat. Oh my god. All right. Um, it is now top of round three. One of your allies is dying. And it's Brother Ramius's turn, perhaps the only one that can save her. Oh my god. They may not have a tax opportunity. Yeah. Do you have a bottle cap? Yeah. Okay, you're fine. Two of them have been uh, hit. One of them hasn't been hit. And there's a unicorn! A wild unicorn on the loose! Yeah. I mean, that's the other problem is, like, two of them have been hit. Like, we all have to hit the same one. It's hard, though. Like, and I, I, say I, we, I wanted I to hit one that had already been hit, but it's, like, the other way blocked, it, it so all it like, shook out. And that my thing is, like, two actions. and it's. Uh, are these arches providing like complete wall blockage or are they just open enough in the middle that there is absolutely no line of effect problems they're open up in the, they're open up in the middle and that it's not perfect cover but depending on where you're standing like where zephyr was standing beside that post i would say she gets covered it's kind of going to be a gm call so you tell me what you're thinking you haven't seen that they have any attack of opportunities but no one has moved away from them yet uh you don't know if you want to be the guinea pig or not uh you could metagame and say that well a lot of first level creatures don't but then again the gorgas did um i mean i can't i i <laughs> i'm so pinned to, I, there's nothing I can You're do. pinned up against the edge of the world. Yeah, it's the edge of the world. <laughs> uh, every map they make here is designed so that you can... You have to be forced in the middle of the, <laughs> the fighting ring. Uh, Brother Ramius is going to flee from this guy. So he's just going to move away. Okay. Uh, hoping to not incur. Um, Alright, so you're just going to do a regular stride. Just a regular stride over to the other side of... Over to the other side of Zephyr. Zephyr's laying. He's like, Zephyr! And he comes over and sees you, like, bleeding out. And he just, like, doesn't quite know where to start. And he looks over, and there's an oak steward now that has just run away from her that is closing on... Oh, man. That is uh, closing on Lucky. And Lucky's hurt. Oh, my God. I'm very hurt. Uh, and you're hurt. I mean, yeah. He's, he's pretty much in bad shape here. So... Okay, uh, he is going to he's going to go on his knee next to Zephyr and then look up at Lucky and reach out a hand and this book rises up in the air as this glow comes around him and this slow light of grace makes its way toward Lucky and he's going to heal Lucky. Oh, nice. Um, four. There we go. 14 hit points. Whoa. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. And that's his turn. And that's his turn. Talitha, break water. Uh, Talitha will pop a couple alchemical components into a vial and, and down uh, an elixir of life. That's two actions. Uh, okay, not terrible. Uh, but it's not great. 
Um, okay. And then I've got one action remaining. Any range? Do you have a gun? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Maybe a musket in your backpack? Uh, I have a, I have actually have a hand crossbow, but I would have to draw it, so it doesn't really help me there. Um, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna recall knowledge on the unicorn again. See if we can't learn anything to help us get that unicorn out of here and out of the fight. Okay, important, yeah. Uh, Arcana, right? Yep, or nature. Stop <laughs> using that dice. Stop with that die. <laughs> it, rolled, dice it also stupid. rolled a natural twenty. It yeah. rolled two natural twenties last episode. I just bought it for him. Skip bought it for him. <laughs> uh, an eleven. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I, I wish I could help you with that. You're, you're just like, there's got to be another way. It's all you can think about. Can I can I free action speak to the unicorn? Like try to like. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I'm not going to role play with you. <laughs> not if you're going to be like that. <laughs> not if you're going like, to be dick about sure, it. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I was just trying. I was going to try to like get it, like scare it the other way. You speak yeah. unicornese. That, that can't what, possibly be. Is that what they speak? Could you fake it? I was just going to try. Have you ever heard unicornese? I mean, yell. he was just speaking. It was like, oh, mind. Move on to the next person. If you want to quash creativity, that's the game you want to play. It's Lucky's turn. <laughs> Lucky you're pinned in between an oak steward that just laid out Zephyr, your best friend you've ever had in your entire life. And I didn't know that. A unicorn that you were just trying to help. I know. Um, am I technically flat footed because this unicorn is trying no, to No, because they're not allies. Okay. Wait. They're not allies. The, the they unicorn. were trying to sacrifice the Oh, they're not allies. The unicorn is just terrified. Yeah. Alright. So I am going to double slice. Uh, Double slice on this oak steward. Uh, now he eighteen. Yes. Nice. Oh, are we on. in crit? Are we in crit town? Uh, the total. Total. It's is... a plus one striking. Oh, Kopesh. So, so oh wait, just add it. Oh, the damage. I think it adds a plus one. Yeah, it's a plus it, one. Yeah. Oh, it does. Okay, so that's nineteen plus nine. Um, eighteen plus twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. No, you plus, rolled a natty. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 18. it is eighteen. Plus yeah. an, one for the 19, plus nine. Oh, okay. It's 28, 20. 20. 28. <laughs> and that's a critical hit. Yeah! Wait, but roll the other one. Oh, and critical the walkie's actually. Critical threat, yeah. critical threat, critical. That 20! Power of the unicorn! Dude, with the power of the unicorn! Unicorn's gotta be a I strike a thing! Holy shit! Okay, so Kopesh. So the Kopesh is a crit. So it and it's a plus one striking. Striking. So that's a single d8, then another d8, then another d8. Yeah. Okay. So it's two d8. No, it's striking. You double everything. So uh, no, the deadly property. So the right, two the D8 is for the deadly. All right, let's, no, no, not, no. let's not split pubic hairs here. No, no, no. The Kopesh- You're going to annihilate this oak. Oh, okay. okay, yes! Let's just see what the critical bonus effect could oh. be from oh, the yes. fan critical. Because with with, a, with double crits, you're going. there's no way this thing Two fan critical. And the Wakizashi is no, deadly. The, well, no, Only one, one natural 20. 20. And the Wakizashi right. is deadly. Right. Uh, dead. All right, this one from Brandon in Macon, Georgia. Hello, Macon, Brandon. Georgia. Hello, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Ra-ra-ri, kick him in the knee. They went high and you went low. Double damage and the target rolls a reflex save. So, well, they're going right. to die. They're going to die. So, yeah, it would be cl- uh, whole different variations of them clumsy. Please describe your cinematic kill. Yeah. Yes. Okay, if this was like a video game, 
it would be that final move, like the, the triple combo that you get. Yeah. And she slices in with the wakizashi, oh. or with the uh, kopesh, and then, because it's like a curved, it's yeah. Like, yeah. pulls it in, and Deadly. then with the wakizashi, head comes off. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he just falls to his knees and lands beside his decapitated body. Awesome. Oh, and I think you still have actions left. Yeah. So that is two, it is uh, two actions. Two actions. Okay. My double slice. But, uh, frick, I really wish I could kill another oak steward, but I have to move away from this unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn is... Lucky! Posing a bit Brother of a problem. Rain is calling for your help. Uh, and Lucky sees this unicorn and this Kneeling oak... over uh, Zephyr, who is out. Yeah, Lucky sees Zephyr. She didn't even notice before, now that the light is on both of them, and she runs down and takes a, like a guarded stance in front of Zephyr from this other oak steward to nice. protect her. Evoking and from the unicorn. Yes. Who doesn't have an attack. <laughs> 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 oh, you son of a bitch. Reaction, she yells. Does a, it does a gore attack as you run out. I'm 26 helping. damage. I was helping you, you stupid beast. What's wrong with you? Run away. Oh, man. Amazing. Unfortunately, it is the sacrificial unicorn's turn. And, and there's you, an oak steward right by it. Yeah. There is. There is. Um, Crazy. Oh, 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 oh. La I think this sounds like a perfect opportunity for a... Probability die. Oh, probability die. Oh, oh. Probability. How die. about you just make some choices, you coward? I like to leave it well, about the, the probability. Old You're gonna die dice. if you don't well, go start going our way on these things. <laughs> you tell them. Wait, that's here's me. You're the thing with I'm telling. Probability, possibility. It would have to go out of its way yeah. over a dead body to go it out. It would trample the body of the oak steward to charge and it. Slow lucky. its movement down. It would have it's to step, or, step around the arch. Let's leave it up to chance. I think we should we should get a close up of this roll here. Fifty one or higher. You know what? You're a little bit farther away. We'll say uh, 61 or higher. 71 or higher, it comes after you. I swear to God. Anything else? No. Joe, what does it say? 34. Yeah! Wasn't that more fun? Because no. it's on the edge of your seat. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to throw up. It runs and oh, does a charge so yes. dead. at the Oak Steward. And, and I know it's tight on the map, but that looks like 20 feet to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does a powerful charge and uh, hits exactly, so almost oh, yes. miss. And the good damage will actually yes, go through awesome. oh, evil okay. against this creature. You know, I was curious if they were evil or neutral, because they're druids. They're My usually plan Yeah, worked. but they're bad druids. They're rebel druids. Yeah. My plan worked all along. Uh, this druid uh, had not been hit yet. So that is 11 points oh, of damage. Oh my God. Uh, are we going to turn this thing around? Yes, we are. And then it still has one more attack. His powerful charge is two actions. And I think the horn attack comes with it. Let me just make absolutely <laughs> sure. Uh, double the speed, then make a horn strike. Uh, the unicorn makes a horn strike. So, yeah, I'm going to do uh, another strike here. Horn him up. Uh, natural him, three. This is with the second oh, horn. Okay. horn. However, that uh, that guy had not been hit, and now he's really hurt, and it's Buggles' turn. Okay, <laughs> was that the was that the one that was trying to cut off his horn? Are they all they moved around, so I they moved around so much. I don't think so. He was the one that was way up top that came okay, down. Yeah. The one. Do the I need to like do any saves? Oh, it's coming. Oh, okay. Oh. You are you move an initiative to right before the oh, one that struck okay. you down with all its might. Never been this dying before. And by the way... I've never been this dying before. <laughs> the one that took you to dying too is the one that Lucky I know. Killed. It's pretty sick. I did it for you. It's called Retribution Buggles. Okay, so after, like, throwing this ball of fire at the guy, uh, his eyes turn from orange-red to blue, and the 
field around him of swirling embers turns into like a, a swarming, a swarming, swirling globe of frost. <laughs> and he Fire points his ice. finger at the near druid and casts another um, amped. Uses uses one of his focus points to cast an amped uh, ray of frost. Uh, that is a that is a twenty four to hit. That is a hit. Okay. 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 Uh, that is sixteen points of damage, and the oak steward falls. Yes. <laughs> and Buggles gets eight temporary hit points as he draws the oh. energy from his body. Psychic? I am throwing this cleric in the trash. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> and he is going to reach out with his mind and heal uh, Zephyr for four hit points as well. So what does that mean? Well, that means you will go to wounded two, wounded two, and you have four hit points. Awesome. And you wake up. She wakes so up. You are prone, you wake up. woken up, and wounded two with four hit points. That means the next time you're taken to dying, you go straight to dying three. Okay. Till the wounded condition is amazing. Two. And if you get crit, you automatically die. Yep. I'm wounded two. Yes. We get yep. crit and taken to zero hit points. Right, which she probably would. I mean, with the damage you're dealing and the hit points we have. Uh, With that heal, though, it now is Zephyr's turn. Zephyr, what do you do? Um, I have a question about Demiplane. So I added the wounded to condition, but I don't see anything, or I didn't notice anything changing. It doesn't change anything. Okay, so I'm not sure what Wounded 2 does off the top of my head. It just told you. All it does is like... When you die now, you'll go straight to die. Oh, okay, nothing else changes. Okay. So I'm laying down. Uh, I probably just wake up in a gasp like, oh, God, what happened? Okay. Um, <laughs> Brother um, Ramius thought you were out, out, and you just like, whoa, come back. Right? You know? I like well, you just hear buggles. this voice in your head as you're unconscious. It's, it's Buggles. It's like, wake up, Zephyr. I wake and up and go, just, Buggles. Yeah. <laughs> buggles. 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 It's, it's Brother Ramius. <laughs> um, okay, so I got to use one action to get up for sure. Uh, I look around, I see a crazed unicorn and one guy still up. Um, I'm gonna try to hit it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to be ticky-tack, you gotta grab your weapon as well. Okay. So Stand get up, up one grab action, your weapon, take a shot. Grab your weapon, sec- second action, you still have one action left. Just take a regular old shot with my longbow. I think you could flurry a book. Could you flurry, yeah? I need to be in my monastic archer stance. Oh, right. Uh, if it's not, if it's mm, not a melee. So okay. I could go into it and then do it next time, but I'm just going to try to do one regular shot. At the unicorn. At, no, no, <laughs> Stop. No, no, no. That's At the guy really far away. Yeah, you got a, you got a, got a clean shot there. I got a longbow. It's fine. Okay. Um, Natural 17, so that's a... Dude, 20, awesome. Nice. 20, seven, 24 to hit. 24 is a hit. Yes. Awesome. Okay. 1d8. Here we go. Okay, that's two points of damage. Two points Every of little damage. bit counts. Uh, and the oak steward is just like, boom, an arrow in it. And you see that it's just got like blood gushing out of all the wounds it's taken. Uh, well, it just took a wound from a powerful charge from the unicorn. So it's got two holes in you it. One this, from the like, arrow. tired, hurt. Ugh, I'm going to hit you too. Poof. Uh, and it's just like it's just like backing away and holding its arms up, backing away and holding its arms up, and the unicorn is still going wild. And we will see you next no! week. Oh my God. <laughs> Do we have a possible prisoner? Oh, no. We're gonna have to kill the unicorn to save him. Yeah. We need yeah. the information. We- Muggles, save the unicorn. <laughs> All right. No, I hate it. I'm okay. I'm very confused. <laughs> 
It's time to make your membership official. Become an official member of the Nash today at jointhenash.com. That's jointhenash.com, where you'll get access to exclusive podcasts and live streams you can't find anywhere else. See what everybody's talking about and join the Nash today at jointhenash.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.